0: friends. I'm your host, Lane Healy. Welcome back to the Planting Seeds Podcast, where you join me on a journey to push through some of the harder parts in life, plant seeds for personal growth, and work on becoming the best version of yourself, whatever that means to you. Today, I'm keeping the trend going with yet another guest for this episode. I'm joined by author and self-love advocate, Victoria Burstein, who just made her transition to the writing world this year with her first book, A Woman's Self-Love, released on August 18th. In it, she gives a five-step guide to developing self-love and draws on her past experiences as examples of what not to do. She's on a mission to help women everywhere find confidence and avoid some of the mistakes she's made in the past. And in just a year, she's already got three books to her name. Today, I asked her to sit down with me and talk about her inspiration for a woman's self-love and get the inside scoop for anyone struggling to love themselves. You guys know the drill. Get comfortable, turn the volume up, and let's get into it. Today, I'm talking to author Victoria Burstein all about self-love. Hi, Victoria. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Hi, Lane. I'm great. Um,
1: I'm so excited to to join you today on your podcast. I'm great. How is everything
0: with you? Good, good. Just like you, I'm super excited to be here. I know this is going to be a great conversation. I got to say, I loved your book, A Woman's Self-Love. I found it so inspiring and extremely helpful. From what I gathered, it's sort of a five-step guide to developing self-love. How would you describe the book in your own words?
1: I'm so happy you liked it. Um, Yes, it is a five-step guide. Uh, um, The core of the book is the love system. I structured the book in two parts. So the first part is more of um, a, it's more theory and, making sure the reader understands uh, why self-love important how it works uh, and the second part is all about action and implementation of of the steps uh, of self-compassion and overcoming um, self-criticism and implementing self-love to the core and uh, i i em- emphasized um, majorly self-compassion in the book uh, which i think is a major point in um, in the self-love concept in general. Also, I emphasize um, criticism, because this is one of the main block that stands in our way when we practice self-love. And um, I emphasize just embracing our own love and making sure we share that love with the world around us, which takes us to the next level of self-love. So that's, that's about it.
0: I love that. I love everything about that. Um, Can you explain a little bit? um, You mentioned in the beginning that you really dive into why self-love is important. Why is self-love important? I think a lot of people know what it is, but don't really understand how it affects us on our day to day.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Also, I think that there is a trend of uh, self-care and self-love being self-indulgence in a way, and I kind of wanted to dig deeper into that and make sure that the readers understand that self-indulgence and just self-care on its own is not self-love per se. Um, so that's the reason why I approach it with self, self-compassion, because that's the real that's the real deal when it comes to self-love. That's the real work. That's when you get to know yourself, get to know your inner voice, get to go through all the... Um, memories and past traumas and just get to banish them and arrive arrive at a place where you are satisfied with who you are you are respecting yourself you are giving yourself love and you when I say respecting yourself I mean you respect your own talents you respect your own skills you approach yourself with kindness you're not you don't have that harsh voice anymore Um, and um, yeah I think that's uh, that's the true core of self-love it's not so much uh, self-indulgence where I see the trend so much like let's say when you apply the hashtag on Instagram or on TikTok it it has a point yes it's in the right direction but it's not everything so I think I hope this book helps a lot of women out there and just people in general understand that um, there is more to to self-love than just self-care and then just you know like the bubbly baths and the ice cream and the Netflix there is way more to that
0: I hope so too and I think that that comes across in the book I definitely agree that there is a stigma with self-love and sort of like a misunderstanding I don't know if you necessarily agree with this but from what you just said I think you might there's a lot of people who think self-love is like buying gifts for yourself or like pampering yourself and it can be You know, it is important to make sure that you have what you need and that you're fulfilled. But exactly what you said, it's more about your inner critic and kind of fighting that or just kind of not really having it. I think there's a point where you practice self-love so much that that voice kind of goes away. And I think that's what we should really be striving for when we strive for self-love.
1: Yeah. Criticism is if if we learn how to, how to control it it's a good thing because constructive criticism would help us grow would help us develop the problem is with the negative inner critic and i think we if we don't do the work and if we're not aware of that voice of the source where the voice is coming from this is where we run, in, run into trouble and um i i think if everybody would associate self-love with self-development and self-development not in a you know like masculine harsh way but self-development in in a an approach with self-compassion and kindness this is where this is where the puzzles will come together because um and the reason why i approach it this way for women is um because of the feminine energy we we develop and we we self-develop in a different way from from men uh where for men maybe you know like uh, lifting weights and approaching life in a, in a more hero way and in a more um, masculine way, I would say. For women, that same approach might not work. So self, self-compassion, approaching yourself with kindness would work much better for women than from a masculine standpoint.
0: Definitely, I think men do struggle with the same things, but it's very... The, uh,
1: the approach would be, I hope somebody, I hope somebody out there, a man or whoever, somebody who understands men better, would write a book from this with with an angle that would click with a man.
0: Yes, I I think the same thing. That really is necessary too, because a lot of people don't talk about this for men. But I do also think there's a reason for that. Um, just like you were saying with women, this problem is like starting right from when we're born, kind of pressure and just just family pressure to look a certain way or act a certain way. And when you don't meet those expectations, your worth is kind of declined or you're devalued as a person. So I do think it's a lot harder yeah. for women to reach that self-compassion. So I'm really glad that you're focusing on that lens, especially with your own perspective and background to add to it. I do have to ask. Um, I know you were headed down a business career path up until you decided to write this book. What inspired you to pursue this? Was it what we're talking about now, just being an advocate for women or something personal? What inspired you?
1: I would say it's more of a higher self path. I would, I would describe it like that. Like, I I think all of us, we, we have our, our own path to development. And at some point you kind of, you know, like you get, I would say, in your thirties, and you uh, analyze, like, what you what you did as a kid, what you did in your twenties. Where twenties, if you look at them, like they're mostly practice, and mostly your twenties are mostly about trying things. So in your thirties, you kind of analyze everything, and you you get to understand what is more important for you, what what aligns better with your purpose. In the book business, in the writing business, there is there is I I I do still get to practice lots of my business skills, um, but I do enjoy the creative process and connecting with other people, and kind of living my purpose. To in this case, is a book of self love, so it, it, my purpose would be. Um, and my purpose and my mission would be to help women with self-development. So let's say in this case is from a standpoint of self-love, the next book is from a standpoint of self-confidence. The one after is about overthinking, which we tend to do a lot. So with each book, I hope to to, uh, attack some of the issues and help women to get better and just live a joyful life and kind of like shut down the society noise.
0: Definitely. I think we're kind of similar in that way. That's kind of my goal for my podcast as well. So that makes me very happy. I think that's a great goal. Great mission. That's
1: amazing by the way. I love I love every post. I check it out all the time. You post that amazing. The message is is clear. And uh, I wish you I wish you the best success with it.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I know you uh you mentioned twenties is kind of a time for learning. I'm kind of still in that period myself, even though I do feel like I am kind of learning things along the way and that's kind of how i choose to share things with my listeners what have you learned in your 20s that you're applying to these books
1: i think i i approached 20 my 20s with a mindset of try everything right there was and i kind of like knew but okay it's gonna be a point in my life where i'm gonna like look at everything and see what stands out and what What's what's truly important to my values and to my to my beliefs i think in in your 20s it's okay to to, to try absolutely everything right career wise yeah. relationship wise just keep keep trying things and make you know like it kind of helps you with experience and it helps you to understand yourself better and it helps you to know what 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 are your core values because just from theory and from self reflection and from journaling you go, yes, you're going to get something out of it, but you're not going to get as much as you would get out of experience. And when you try something, yes, you you understand what you like, but the most important thing, you understand what you don't like. So let's say in a relationship, you have a boyfriend for a year or two years. Yes, you're going to know these are some of the qualities I really respect in the opposite sex or if it's in the same sex, um, but these are some of the qualities that you know they they don't go well with me and this is something that i would not accept going forward so uh, the same goes with uh, with career let's say you have a certain type of job and you like you get to understand yourself whether you are more introverted you are more extroverted am i better at actually doing tasks or am i better at seeing the bigger picture so you get to understand so many so many uh, angles about yourself in your 20s and you know like some sometimes we like feel rushed to know the right decision in our 20s and you know like i think that's that's a wrong message it you shouldn't you shouldn't be rushed to know what you want to do just just do things and it's gonna it's gonna be a point maybe earlier in your 20s maybe a little bit later in your 30s where you're just gonna kind of you know like Sit back and kind of analyze the whole thing and understand that yes this makes sense for me and this aligns better with my purpose so to answer your question what what i um what i implement from from uh, from my background in in the book obviously lots of the experiences i i write about them and i think my business and marketing background helps me a lot because um, the publishing business involves a lot of marketing right. <laughs> and and that That helps me tremendously because I could could see like some some great books out there. They're not not living up to their potential and it has a lot to do with being with the wrong publishing house. It has a lot to do with the writer not having enough writing experience. So I think the two and two go perfect together.
0: Yes, I agree too. And it looks like you're doing very well. I know you've been on a couple other podcasts, so you're doing a great job getting the word out. I'm sure people are going to be so excited about this book. I'm sure that my listeners will definitely be checking it out and I encourage all of you to do that. Um, I definitely agree about what you're saying, learning from your 20s and kind of just learning more about yourself and analyzing that and being okay with that. And I think that that really plays a lot into self-compassion too. I think knowing more about yourself and accepting yourself as the way you are definitely translates to that like self-compassion that we're talking about. But I know you give five steps in the book so can you explain how you created those five steps
1: so uh, the first step is the uh, i would say the primer <laughs> like when we do the primer on, on our on our face yeah <laughs> i kind of thought of it uh, i uh, imagined it that way so the the priming is all about self reflection and making sure you you know where you're standing and you know where you start and you accept it and you embrace it and you know exactly where you stand at that moment in your life
0: so just like we were talking about you know yeah. drawing yeah. from your past experiences and analyzing deciding what works for you and what doesn't
1: exactly yeah and just knowing hey this is what i am this is what work, worked out this is what didn't work out and the way to do that is through self-reflection it helps a lot and i give like multiple exercises in the book um you don't have to do all the exercises. Its just I gave multiple <laughs> choices so whatever works better for people, they could choose two or three to make sure that they they do it properly. Sometimes the uh, um, uh, readers would write to me do i have to do all the steps no you don't have to do all the steps just pick one or two and that's that's enough if it, if that approach works for you better that's that, that's perfect once you're done with the priming i go into the love system so step one which is uh, luring your voice and um, luring your voice to self-compassion and it's uh, all about being aware of the negative self-talk and luring it with better conversations so first l of the love system is all about the voice O, which is uh, the the, se- the second step in the love system is about obsessing and accept over yourself and accepting yourself so once you kind of like know where you stand once you got got a handle on that voice in your head it's all about accepting and knowing hey this is who i am and you know what i love who i am yes there is still a lot of room for improvement but I accept each part of my body, I accept my skills, I accept the gifts that um, whatever your beliefs are, God or higher universe, whatever gifts you are, you have. Um, and it's all about like embracing yourself as a whole. The V stands for uh, viewing others through the eyes of love. So this is where like when you have love for yourself and when you accept yourself, when you do, when you, when you do all this inner work, you're able to go out there and to, you know, like do the same for the people in your life, to do the same for, let's say, your family, to do the same for your friends, to do the same for your romantic relationships. And um, so this step is all about the the immediate relationships in your life. And uh, the last step is about embracing the world. And this is where you, you know, express what you have within you for for the whole for the whole world to to see and you kind of connect with with the nature. You connect with uh your higher purpose. So it's it's a next is I would say is the third level of of self-love in a way. And um that's uh that's about it.
0: <laughs> I love I love all of that. And I especially have to emphasize the last step, E just like embracing yourself and showing it to the world because I think it's one thing, and it's already a really tough thing to love and accept yourself, but then to like be unafraid, to share your truest self with the whole world takes a lot of courage and bravery. And that is just so important. I'm so glad that you included that.
1: Once once your inner world becomes a priority over the outer world, it's, it's easy to, to share what you have inside with the rest of the universe. So I think it's, at some point in the self-love journey, there is a switch where you like, you kind of view the world in a different way. And I hope everybody gets that.
0: <laughs> definitely. I have not gotten there myself, but I hope to one day. I think your book will definitely help. I know a lot of my audience, including myself, struggles with self-love. Why do you think it's so hard for women to develop this self-love and self-compassion that you're talking about? Because it seems simple in your steps, but then when you like go to apply it, it can be really challenging for some people.
1: I, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I actually, I actually made my, my uh, uh, one of my last uh, Instagram posts saying, you're gonna suffer, but you're gonna love it, <laughs> which is true. Yes, it, it's a <laughs> tough road, I, I agree one of the main blocks on this path is self criticism and i think i dedicated a whole chapter to it um just and i kind of give the antidote to that which is self reflection so it's all about the the way we speak to ourselves and if you if we dig deeper why we speak to ourselves that way we get to see that, um, you know, we get to see the root of the problems. We get to see maybe we were raised in a certain environment. Maybe we were exposed to certain opinions, right, in in our childhood. And, uh, and then you take the media. Maybe we kind of formed certain beliefs that um, from movies, from social media, from the internet that kind of, we accepted, and they also they also confirmed what we were exposed to in our immediate environment. And um, yes, detangling and untangling those all those voices, it's going to take some work. And I think that's where that's where the uh, most of us struggle with. And um, when I say that self compassion is the way to go, is because of of the approach and it's because of the kindness because when we approach from an angle of kindness it's kind we approach ourselves as a friend and we become our own best friends and it's, it's like taking it easy but at the same time doing the work and i think this works be- best for women
0: yes definitely it's crazy to me that we're able to give others love so easily but it's so hard to give it to ourselves and i think you're absolutely right The media does play a really big role. I mean, like I was saying earlier, we're told by so many people what we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to be, all of these things. And then you're seeing those exact things in the media. And it's almost this unrealistic standard that you can never meet. So of course that inner critic is gonna develop in everyone telling you, hey, you don't look like that girl, you don't act like that girl, so you're not good enough. And that's completely not true.
1: Yeah, and I'm so glad that uh, there are so many more women producers these days because I think, and they kind of approached the whole industry from, you know, like uh, detang- detangling and kind of like uh, vanishing all the previous beliefs. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to see to see that. Um, I like uh, um, Witherspoon; she makes amazing movies. Like a couple of her like late- latest movies are all about self-development and kind of like destroying all the stigma uh, and um, Mila Kunis also yes yes uh, and you know what I hope more women come come through with this kind of this kind of movies or or books whatever whatever it is to to send the message and I, I think we're in the right path here as a society I think yes women are done with uh, like generation after generation like if we take in, in our case like you have a millennial here and you have a generation z right yes
0: uh, well,
1: yeah uh so uh, you know like we're already on like we want a different path than what our parents let's say what our gen- generation x was so um i think we we are in the as as a society we yes there is still a lot of work to do but we are on the right path definitely I making sure that we you know the next generation gets to have it even better as
0: as women you mentioned all the directors that are doing amazing things you should include yourself on that books like these are also <laughs> what's helping women and changing the pace and changing the conversation and it's so important what do you uh, want um readers to take away from this book
1: i want them to take away uh, mainly just just understanding self-compassion and understanding why it's something that would work for them and um understanding that voice in their head um taking control of it there is no pre-rides anymore (laughs) and uh start implementing the the self-love system and uh just understand whatever whatever i know your audience is uh in their 20s, I would say majority, and um, just keep trying things. My this would be aside from the book, obviously. Just keep <laughs> trying, keep trying things, and like with with uh, with the mindset of, hey, I'm getting experience out of this, and it doesn't matter if I fail. And you're gonna get at some point where you're gonna have enough success and enough failures that you'll kind of get a better understanding of your of of a of a sense of self uh, which uh, the 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 older we get the the deeper that sense of self uh, develops and um, 20s all about all about different experiences and just go for it They should they should read the book
0: <laughs> they
1: yes <should>. they definitely <laughs> they should read the book um because I think it it's gonna kind of open everybody's mind in um in a in a different way and just see themselves in a different way see the world in a different way i have i i, I was uh somebody asked me why why are, why are those glasses on the <laughs> why are those glasses on the on the on the cover like because you put them on and you see the world differently that. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs>
1: so that's uh, i i hope i hope many many people from your podcast read the book and uh, i hope they like it
0: I'm sure that they will. You guys heard it here first. Don't be afraid to fail and keep showing yep. yourself that compassion. Keep an open mind and keep trying new things. Um, thank you so much for talking with me, Victoria. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about the book?
1: Uh, thank you. No, I think we discussed everything. Uh, if somebody has any any questions, you could they could reach out to you. I'll be happy to. To answer any of the any of the questions your listeners have um i'm just excited to to share the message of everybody I'm, i'm excited to um that we took this this um morning to you know like go through the things that we both of us think are major and are important to to our followers to our listeners and um that's it that's about it
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. And I'm so excited to share this message too. That's all I got for you guys today on the Planting Seeds podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'd like to give a special shout out to my wonderful guest and author, Victoria Brushteen for joining me today and for working so hard to help women around the world find self-love and acceptance. All of Victoria's books are available on her website, victoriaburstein.com. That's Victoria, B-U-R-S-H-T-E-I-N.com. Also, go ahead and check out her Instagram at Burstein. While you're there, make sure to give me a follow as well at Planting Seeds Pod for updates, inspiration, and more. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you guys next episode.